Welcome to episode 551. Today we're still on the customer retention journey. I believe yesterday we did a slight intro to examine some of the factors that are absolutely necessary for you to retain loyal customers. And so today we're going to explore in some detail some of the things that are involved. Now, if I remember correctly, I think yesterday I stated that you can't have customer retention, and that is happy customers, loyal customers remaining with you and doing business with you. You can't have all these dynamics occur unless you have customer satisfaction and uh, customer success. Yes, customer satisfaction and customer success. Now, you'll find that if you read the business literature involved on these sorts of things, you'll find these concepts referred to by many different names, but the underlying idea is still the same. Customer satisfaction just means, are your customers happy? Are they satisfied? And then the other one, uh, customer success, that means did your customers achieve the goals for which they bought your product or your service for? So if customers are happy and they achieved success with your goal, with your product or your service, then the likelihood that they are going to hang around and do repeat business with you, uh, the chances are much more um, higher. So now let's look at a concrete example. And I think it's something I referred to when I wrote a blog post um, about this. It's also uh, published on my handle on Nairaland. So the example I gave is for a mom who uses diapers. Now, for those of us who are just coming out of the uh, baby phase, because my youngest is currently four years old, so it wasn't that long ago that we went through the whole diaper thing. You're looking for diapers that are affordable, and you're looking for diapers that extract moisture and keep the baby fresh um, for long. Because, um, yes, when you guys are at home, you can change the baby as often times as you want. But then when you are on the road quite a bit, like for instance, when the family is traveling from Abuja to Makudi in Benue State, it should be a, a three and a half hour trip, maybe four hours max. But then when you're traveling with kids, uh, children get bored, you have to stop to buy snacks and uh, things of that nature. So it's not a trip that we can always make in four hours flat. And um, it's not convenient trying to change uh, the little one in a car that's moving. And there are not many outfits along the way that have nice enough bathrooms that you can stop and then change um, diapers. But then, of course, you can stop, change the diaper in the car. I mean, if the baby doesn't poop, then that's not much of a problem. You just change the diapers because uh, the baby pees. But bottom line is, uh, the average Nigerian mom, I think, is looking for diapers that, in worst-case scenario, assuming you guys have to do something and it's going to be a four or five-hour sprint, you want to be sure that baby is not going to develop nappy rash. And so those are the things that we're looking out for when we buy diapers. If you don't have kids, these are some of the wonderful things that you guys can look forward to. And it is my prayer that you guys will join us soon in the parenting adventure. Um, yeah, it's my, it my prayer that you guys will join us soon in the uh, parenting adventure because there's a lot to look forward to, not just from the baby stage, but beyond because we also have uh, another kid who is pushing um, eight years old. So if you don't have kids, we're looking forward to you guys um, joining us. And yes, that includes you, Serafina, who I've referred to time and time again on the podcast, um, one of my students from the Evolve Africa business session, who is now a listener to the podcast, a, regu a, a regular listener to the podcast. So yeah, Sarafina and the rest of you listening to the podcast, we're looking forward to you guys joining us as well in the parent adventure. Now, where was I? 
Okay, now, if you're a customer, assuming you sell baby stuff, you have a um, baby store and you sell diapers. Now, if they're looking for something that is affordable and uh, keeps the baby uh, clean for long and you think you have any number of these sorts of um, things available and you provide them to the mom or to the dad. Now, let's say this is what happens. You give them a trusty brand and uh, that brand gets full every one hour. So that means mom is changing or dad is changing the baby every hour. After a while, you'd run through a pack pretty quickly because they're not much. I think about 80 or 90 in a pack. I can't remember anyone that does 100 in a pack. But if you're changing every hour uh, and you do, okay, okay, in the waking hours of the day, you have maybe 16 hours. If you're changing every hour, well, if you're changing an hour, let's say you could be going through 10 diapers uh, in a day, uh, 10, 15, maybe 20 uh, in a day. Now, that's a lot of diapers. So if you had a pack of 80, you're going to be done with the pack of diapers. Sorry, I've lost track of my math. We're going to be done with the diapers and pretty soon. And then the parents are going to end up uh, spending a lot. Now, if money is not an issue, but then they forget to change every hour, then baby is eventually going to develop nappy rash. And unfortunately, nappy rash can be not only um, inconveniencing, but sometimes if you don't catch it early, it leads to that really violent nappy rash where it looks like blood is coming from baby's bum. Now, the doctor has assured me repeatedly that that is not actually blood because on my little one, we did run into this problem. For the first one, we didn't have any problems with nappy rash. But for the second child, yes, we had some of those issues. Now, the doctor assured me repeatedly that it is not blood. But I can say for a young parent who is experiencing this for the first time, it's very nerve-wracking because down there just looks really sore and it looks really bloody. But the doctor says that's not blood. Anyway, that's uh, besides the point. Now, if the parents run through this experiment with five or six range of diapers that you have um, recommended to them, if you say Moflix is top of the line, use Moflix, they have this problem. And then you say, okay, use this other Nigerian company, and then they have this problem. And then they say, okay, try the South African brand. And then they have this problem. And then they say, okay, try this South African brand, uh, try this um, UK brand, you give them huggies, and then they have this problem. Now, what's going to happen is this. Mom and dad are not going to remain with you for very long because as far as they're concerned, they're looking for a product that will keep them happy and that works. And all the products you've recommended so far are making them not happy, in fact, decidedly sad in the case of diaper rash, and um, they don't work. They don't meet the promise that they were uh, designed for in the first place. So what's going to happen is that mom or dad eventually is going to move on to another store. They'll think maybe the products you're selling are fake, and so it's time to look for another store where they have the original stuff, the good stuff. And this is how people lose clients on a daily basis, not just in Nigeria, but um, all over the world. Number one, the client is not happy. And then number two, the product didn't say what it was supposed to do. So whether you sell cakes, you sell diapers, uh, you sell photocopiers, you're a wedding photographer, uh, you're a sales consultant, um, you're a primary school teacher, Essentially, this is what your problems start boiling down to. And then people start leaving your school or they get another photographer or they move to another store where you can buy um, more, you know, better diapers, original diapers or uh, whatever the problems uh, may be that the parents think they have. And this is how these two factors contribute to customer retention. Because on the flip side, if you're able to give mom and dad 
diapers at the price that they're happy with. You promise them it can last three hours, but then they take a Makudi trip. They've been on the road for maybe five, six hours, and it looks like baby is still dry, and there are no incidences of nappy rash. Then they're going to be very happy because in this case, it has exceeded what it is that you promised. Although, I will recommend that when you guys do join us as parents, please do not keep the um, the diaper on for five, six hours. Even if you can handle it, please don't do that. Um, sometimes not all babies are very comfortable. And then, of course, the absorbency thing is not as if it absorbs everything 100%. So it makes um, some little ones really uncomfortable. So even if you find that brand that could do five or six hours, please keep that brand for emergencies only. Don't let that be the daily practice that you put the diapers on at 6 a.m. in the morning and then you don't change them until uh, 12 noon and then you don't change again until 6 in the evening. So where was I? Yes, yeah, so on the flip side, the price is right. It does exactly what it's supposed to say. And the chances are that mommy and daddy in this case are going to keep doing business with you so long as baby boy needs diapers. And this is the magic of customer retention. If they start this journey with you when baby is brand new, uh, at um, two weeks old and you are the sole diaper person that they keep using all the way through baby being six months, one year old, two years old, three years old. Most Nigerian parents will stop the diaper thing uh, between three to four. Let me say two to three, more like most Nigerian parents will stop thing at about two to three. So if you have happy customers, each time the family has a baby, that's going to be a two year journey. And now let's assume that on each pack of diapers, I can't, well, I don't know what the economics are. So let's just assume that, um, hmm. okay, let's just assume that uh, every month when they come to buy the diapers um, from you, because they're going to be buying every two weeks or so buying diapers. Let's assume that your profit on um, that is going to be, um, let's say, um, 5K. That is not 5K that goes into the bank account now. That is 5K, 5,000 naira that is going to go into your account every two weeks for the rest of the month. Okay, a month has only four weeks. That's going to be every two weeks for the rest of the year for three years straight. That is dependable income. That is income that you can bank on. I mean, it's not a subscription, so it's not like you can guarantee that that's going to be the income. But if you have regulars, you know regulars, people who seem to show up time and time again, if you have regulars, you know, a family of about uh, 10, 20 people, that's a sizable chunk of income. You know, it's not every month that all 20 people are going to show up. But let's say out of the 20 that you call your regulars, on average, 12 of them show up every month. That is consistent income. That's almost income that you can bank on and that you can plan on. So paying the uh, office rent, paying your sales boy or your sales girl, paying the security guard, paying cleaning bills, um, what else? Buying um, recharge card for your phone so they can call your customers because follow-up is really important. All these things become easier. They don't become so much of a problem. That's because you have content, uh, sorry, not content, customer retention working in your favor. Now, this is the reason why the beginning of keeping customers loyal with you for a very long time starts with these two simple concepts customer what did i say again customer uh okay yeah we're talking about customer retention and the concepts are customer satisfaction yeah 
are they happy? And then uh, customer success, did they achieve the goals that they set out to? With a little bit of creativity, you'll find that you can diagnose these concepts with, uh, you can look for examples of these concepts to whatever business you run, whether you sell cement or you sell uh, spaghetti or you run a mama put or whatever, you can find that these dynamics apply and that's why you ought to take these things seriously. We've done close to 15 minutes already, so I'm going to bring this episode to a close. Maybe tomorrow we're going to start looking at practical examples about how you go about ensuring that people are indeed happy and that people did indeed achieve success with your product or your service. Because remember, uh, the goal of this series is to make sure that we know how to plan for this and we know how to um, deliberately make sure that these dynamics are occurring that people are happy and that people are meeting their goals with you. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I'll catch you guys at the next one tomorrow. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, remember that you guys can ask me anything by sending me WhatsApp messages or Telegram messages on 080-6466-2140. And the country code is plus 234. Again, the country is Nigeria and the country code is plus 234. And the number... 080 Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.